Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. What's going on, everyone? Hope y'all had an amazing weekend. Welcome to episode 81 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. This week's OTC Player of the Week comes to us from Nevada as Talia Tretton takes home the weekly honors. Talia went 7 for 12, good for a 583 average, with four doubles and a home run, while also striking out 20 batters in nine innings of work while competing at the USA Prep Best of the Best in Las Vegas last weekend. Talia and the Little Rebels RC Marshall team went a perfect 5-0. Awesome job, Talia. Best of luck the rest of the season. On to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with two-time ISC world champ and U.S. men's national team member Matt Palazzo. Matty has had a stellar career to date, as he is a two-time ISC All-World selection, nine-time ASA All-American, as mentioned earlier, a two-time ISC World Champ with the New York Gremlins, and a Pan Am Games Silver Medalist in 2019 with the U.S. Men's National Team. We're going to talk to Matty about growing up watching his dad play fast pitch in Iowa, making that transition from baseball to fast pitch, his first impression of the ISC circuit, of course being named to the U.S. National Team, and much, much more. Matt was an absolute pleasure to chat with, and we shared a lot of laughs in this episode. Definitely one of the good guys in this game. With that being said, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good, man. You sound you sound like you're far away from me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not across from you. It's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, for you. My drive wasn't bad either. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what's going yeah. on. Well, uh, we have contracted the coronavirus. Ah. Uh, my entire family, yeah. My wife had it first, uh, I guess, Monday evening, and then I started getting symptoms overnight Monday. Mm-hmm. And I did a PCR and tested positive, and now both my daughters have it as well. So man. we're all stuck in the house uh, with COVID in this beautiful, lovely snowstorm oh, day. Freak, man. <laughs> Another yeah. snowstorm <laughs> on a Friday night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's freaking cold out there. It's freezing cold out there, man. Yeah. yeah. Did you shovel yet? No. Nah, my father-in-law there, he, he, put, he put a plow on the front of the, the, the regular vehicle. <laughs> what? Yeah. The escape. You got to take a picture of that shit. <laughs> he like... He like put a plow on it. I'm like, uh, well, actually I got home from work last night and I'm like, where's the escape at? And, uh, <laughs> here it was, he edited in his garage that he does like his mechanic work and, and put yeah. a plow on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You gotta take a picture of that and yeah. post it. Yeah, I will. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, so we, we said we're going to, uh, we're going to start a new little thing, a new segment, I think we're going to Yeah. Did you know? Did yeah. you know? So, uh, yeah. Just something, you know, just have fun with. We'll come up with different ones each week. And uh, I, I come up with yeah, a good one today. Add some tidbits to the game and some peep things that people may not know. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. So, I mean, since uh, I'm going to be talking to Matty Palazzo here today. Uh, yeah. And he's been to multiple ISF WBSCs. I figured it was a good uh, a good little thing to use with the ISF WBSC uh, segment. So, mm-hmm. uh, did you know... That the last one, like the last WBSC we had were Argentina beat Japan in the final. Mm-hmm. Did you know that was the first final 
since the very first one in 1966 that did not have Canada, New Zealand, or Australia in the final. Holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Did you know? Back in 1966, the U.S. and Mexico played in the in the finals, but ever since then, Canada, New Zealand, Canada, or yeah. Australia were Australia. in the finals. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. I love those facts. That's a good one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. and Really cool. Also, I did not know this, which you'd think this is something I would know, that uh, gold medal wins, obviously New Zealand was seven. Did you know the U.S. is second with five? No. Yeah. They have five, and Canada's third with four. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll change that soon. A little, uh, little fun fact. Where was there something else that, uh, uh, yeah. Did you know that the Bahamas have a bronze medal? No, I did not. <laughs> did you know that you're only supposed to do, did you, I know. you know, one time, not three goddamn times? <laughs> I know, but I so got you're ruining it for the next two times. I know. Dickhead? For instance, did I you got, know? Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll continue on with that. And actually, you know what? If if guests want to uh, chime in on something, they can certainly send you an email or a text or Facebook message or Instagram message or whatever with a did you know? And we could uh, definitely post it. Freaking right. We're gonna, yeah. I'll be getting emails from, from House and, and Blair for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they know a lot. Oh, Jesus Christ, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so what? So yeah, like I said, we're uh, I will be talking to Matty Palazzo today. Yeah. Uh, Big. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't make it. I apologize. Yeah, uh, hey. I probably shouldn't be in your household. Is what it is. Is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I'm really interested to uh, talk to Maddie. He's he's been a huge part of the U.S. game. Again, yeah. another guy that's had a baseball background and made the switch over and and right. really really excelled. I mean, I went through his stats. I mean, there was the WBSC ISF, I guess, back in 2013, where New Zealand hosted they finished eighth but he had still hit he was like hit 464 with like six home runs 13 rbis that's pretty crazy yeah not a good not a bad number no so, so i mean man the guy and of course he played with the new york gremlins with uh you yeah. know with our, our friends of friends of the show greg leather and uh, nick mccurry absolutely yeah one uh back-to-back titles there with the with the gremlins and uh actually yeah. Greg gave me a little tidbit there the other day. Apparently, Maddie's uh, going to Circle Tap for next year or, or for this oh, wow. season. Yeah. Oh wow! So okay. I'll, get, I'll ask him about that, of yeah. course. Uh, also, on that stuff, yeah. Greg. Greg gave me some other stories that uh, <laughs> I, I, I get to grill Maddie about, which are pretty funny. So uh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, give it to him. So anyway, I guess uh, I'll get to Maddie then. Yeah, man. All right, buddy. I apologize. Can't be there. And have a good one. And uh, we'll talk to you again. Absolutely. Everybody out there be safe. Yep. Take care. Take care. All right, here we go. Maddie, thanks for coming on the podcast, pal. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. How's how's things going down in Florida today? Lucky lucky you out of the Iowa winter, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got out of there just in time, man. It's uh, they just got close to a foot of snow today back home, so yeah. seen a lot of picks, and uh, I'm just staring at the water. So this will work. Oh, man, I'm so jealous right now. Like like I, I was just telling you before we start recording, man. We we had a, a storm last night, and it is bad out there right now. I think the winds are uh, well. We go by kilometers an hour up here in Canada it's 80 so I don't know what the miles per hour is but yeah, uh, that's that's enough yeah yeah so uh <laughs> she's she's pretty bitter out there so uh family vacation or what down there yeah so um I, I've been down here for about a week I was down in Naples and my family flew in um yesterday to uh Anna Maria Island and uh then uh Nikki Mullins moved down to Orlando area so I talked to him and his family just got in the late last night so nice. we're all uh we're, we're reunited nice i have a feeling we'll be talking about nikki mullins a little bit in this podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah yeah the uh actually i i've you know i i do my research on the uh, for this podcast and i i've talked to a couple people so i might have a few stories up my sleeve so uh <laughs> <laughs> i'll brace myself yeah yeah so anyway little thing uh if you listen to the podcast before we do we kick off the podcast with the thing we call quick pitches uh huh? i'm gonna throw out some random questions for you and yeah man you if you want to elaborate on them elaborate if not 
make it quick. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll start off with, uh, if you could live off one food for a week, what is it? Well, this week it's going to be fish. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> typically, typically definitely uh, a steak and potatoes guy. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, pitcher you've had the most trouble with in your career. Anybody with a left hand. <laughs> Lucky you didn't have to face cheese as much as. Yeah. Those freaking lefties, man. They're, they're tough. <laughs> Uh, if you could go back and replay one game, which one is it? Probably, uh, an ISF when we, uh, we played Venezuela back in, I think it was 2009. We were in Saskatchewan. Okay. It was incredible game tight. Um, coach Turner gave me a, a, a bunt sign when we were down by one in the sixth and I kind of looked at him twice like fuck I've never bunted before like how, <laughs> how are we going to do this and so I kind of called time out and I ran over to third and I said you want me to bunt and he said I knew it and he goes I'm glad you called time he goes that's a fake bunt you're going to see the pitch he's going to throw you and we're going to take it off and you're going to hit the next ball of the yard and sure enough he throws me a flat lifter for a strike I pull it back Next pitch, I hit it out, and we win the game two to one. What? <laughs> yeah, it was Whoa. a good one. That is awesome. That's a great. <laughs> so one. then I had to I had to live with Coach Turner telling me for however many years about how smart you know of a play that was on the coaching <laughs> side. And, you know, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, coach is taking credit. What? <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, next one. What exactly? Oh, two. This is kind of a two-parter. So. Uh, what exactly is a waterfall and who is the best and who is the worst? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So the waterfall is, uh, when you take a can of beer or, or actually drink of your choice, it kind of turned out to be later on Yeah. and you just kind of take it up top. You do not bend the right arm or the left arm if you're a lefty and you just kind of let it go. And depending on the wind, it you get some on your mouth and your face. <laughs> it's usually when you're celebrating something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, uh, yeah, that came into the fast pitch world and I kind of passed that torch on to some of the younger guys as I've got a little bit older in my career and I can't do that shit. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so who, who's the best and who's the worst? Oh, you know, the best I would say is probably Nicky Mullins. He, uh, I, I watched him do it with wine after we won our first world tournament. That was <laughs> exceptional right in the restaurant. Nice. Um, and the worst, um, I'd probably have to go with Zen and Winners. It was just a disaster on all fronts. <laughs> oh, Zen and I, I got I I had two videos sent to me, and one was of Nikki, and one was of Nikki Mullins, and that was pretty impressive. The other one was of Varm, and that was not oh, you know good. What? I'm gonna Varm and, and Zen and tie for worse. I know exactly what video you're talking. Oh about. my god! So if Zen was anything like Varm's, holy shit! It was bad. Well, Zen had ice in his, and I, we thought he chipped his tooth, and it would have been even better. Oh shit! That's great. Uh, next one. Who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? And these Kansas City Chiefs are pretty hot. I. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to go through Arrowhead and, and play those guys right now if I was anybody else. So. I'm a Steelers but fan. Brady's pretty good. Oh, you're a Steelers fan. Well, they, they could be in trouble, but, you, you know, it's a playoffs. Well, well no, hey, no. two weeks ago, I did not have a hope in hell that we were making the playoffs. And then oh. that miracle last Sunday, I was like, what the hell just happened? I know it, right? You just didn't want to tie, right? That's the only thing. Yeah. And then, what the hell was the Chargers doing there? Calling timeouts. You know it. Like, what in the world? It was, yeah. Oh, I'll take it. Shaking our head. Yeah. yeah. So you're a KC fan? I am. Just being from Iowa, there's a lot of uh, yeah, yeah. surrounding state, and it's there's yeah. a lot of Chiefs fans around. Right on. Do you get, get to many games? Uh, I usually go to like one a year, really, is it. Nice. My buddy played in the NFL for a long time, and and I was, you know, the Bears, the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Bills, the yeah. Cowboys. I kind of followed everybody, so I never really – had a favorite team per se. Oh yeah. Well, I guess if, if your if your buddy's playing the NFL, you you better be cheering for whatever team he's <laughs> on, right? Right. <laughs> right on. Uh, a few more here. Uh, is it true that you're banned from Uber in three countries? 
<laughs> You've done some research. <laughs> you know, there, there may be one. We had a, yeah. There's, and, 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 you know, let me preface with these are always after, yeah. like the last night, of course, <laughs> right? After the tournament's over. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we've had a couple couple fun ones with the blinders and again like the waterfall we've kind of passed that down to yep. the younger generation now yeah right on uh two more here uh most memorable moment playing the game you know what uh, there's there's a bunch right but mm. one that always comes to mind is is first is uh when i was battling injury um during our first isc victory with the gremlins um hitting that ball you know i was i sat most of the tournament kind of battling an oblique and I kept telling leather I'm fine. He, uh, he knew I wasn't, he was watching <laughs> us play, you know, and then BP and I'm trying to struggle through it. And yeah. I hit the, I mean, I was seeing it good and only had five or six at bats that weekend and hit a couple bombs and a double, I think. And, you know, and finally watching that last game against tap and cheese was coming up and I knew he was going to call on me and he said, Blas, I'll get your gloves on. And of course I'm on deck and I'm like, I'm either pulling this oblique again or I'm hit, you know, or I'm hitting one 400. <laughs> yeah. And I came out of my shoes and, and got into one and ended it. And nice. with the boys tossing water on you and cheers in, and, you know, you just think yeah. of everybody else, you know, like Kirkpatrick and these guys. And, yeah. Uh, Molly is, it was awesome. Yeah, for sure. We're going to, we'll talk about that in detail later on, even though yeah. that was pretty good detail there. But uh, anyway, last one, last one. Uh, why wasn't Nikki Mullen speaking to you at the airport in Prague after the WBSEs? <laughs> well, his eyes were bothering him. We'll just say that. Okay, so, so, uh, now, I understand some of the bar crowd in Prague didn't appreciate your wrestling skill demonstration. No, you know, from Iowa, you just you grew up around wrestling, and I was had a couple pops in me, and yeah, everybody likes that, I guess. Oh man, I got the. I was I was lucky enough to get the full detail on the whole thing, and man, that's a great story. <laughs> Well, he Mullins had always talked about how tough he is because, you know, he's in the federal government and he carries yeah. a gun and he does this and he gets pepper sprayed. Well, we saw firsthand he's <laughs> not as tough as he thought he was. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Oh, Frank. Well, that's a good way to end quick pitches right there. <laughs> Everybody, uh, so tell us about growing up and, you know, your sports background. I, I'm guessing you were playing baseball throughout your childhood and yep. teen years, yeah? Yep. Played baseball growing up. Um, you know, I watched, I was around fast pitch. My dad had played fast pitch forever. So I grew up at the parks, right. you know, and traveling with his team and much of local guys for the most part. And for them to get into an ISC was a huge thing. Right. And, mm. uh, they'd battle for, it seems like weeks to get in and finally they'd get in and we'd, you know, jump in a car and vans and head and love that. But I played baseball throughout, um, was going to, um, Iowa state university, and to play there, they 86, the program for funding, um, already had everything kind of lined up with some of her friends. And so I ended up going to a, uh, Juco and played, um, at a Juco freshman year, had a couple looks, um, started, you know, seeing the ball pretty well, had a couple looks from the Rays and Padres and, um, then things were going well. And then, uh, my now 19 year old daughter was born and my girlfriend at the time wife now, oh. you know, how that goes. So we had to make some change in plans. Yeah. And so I went home for what was going to be a year to kind of figure things out back home and get, get right. And, yeah. uh, you know, turn the page however many years later and started playing fast pitch and would never change it. And yeah. a yeah. beautiful daughter, wife, two other boys and yeah. life is good. Exactly. No, it, it, it's a really bad thing to, you know, dwell on past, you know, things, you things you did. I mean, yeah. myself, well, I've, I've been through it as well. And, and, and there's no sense dwelling on the past, but you, yeah, you said, right. you said the, the, who was it? The Rays and who? Rays and Padres. So they one of the scouts for the Rays was always, um, he, he lived like 40 miles from, um, the university, the Iowa state university. So yep. he, Iowa State shut down a bunch of the younger, you know, freshman, sophomore came over to the JUCO and we had a really good team. We were solid. And so he was there all the time. And, you know, I started playing at a pretty high level and, you know, talks and it wasn't, you know, I had some growth to do myself. And, yep. Um, so, but yeah, it was really fun experience. 
who knows what would have happened, right? If, mm. if I stuck with it, but um, honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it for anything. Yeah. For sure. Now, what was the what was the fast pitch scene like back when you know watching your dad play? Because I met being yes. in the Midwest, there it had to be a, like a hotbed. Yeah, it was. You know, and I watched him play against awesome. You know, they played pencore all the time, which was fun. oh nice. You know, then as you got into it myself, it was oh man, I remember going to Hubbard Park and I remember seeing Sam and I remember seeing these names, yep. Jimmy Wall, and these other guys, Billy Boyer, and you name it. But my dad's team was uh, they played for. Sam Betty's Knights, Levine's, Metro's, you know, a bunch of different local teams. And they had some, they had a pretty good pitcher that I ended up playing a little bit with, like in league, you know, and he, even at the end of his career, he was pretty darn good. Joe right Simone. Okay, right on. So, yeah. How did the, uh, how'd you end up making the, uh, the switch over? Well, when I was um, sitting at home, I was just, I still had that competitive edge and I was kind of dwelling on, Oh man, you know, what, what would have happened if I'd have done this? Should I go back? You know, and just wasn't the right thing for me to do to go travel with some a team, you know, in a bus. And so a couple mm. guys said, Hey, come play fast pitch with us. And so I did, I went to a tournament and I literally watched six games. I think I had one at bat against um, Tim Wakefield. I remember his name and um, I, I thought this is really good, you know, one Oh games, two, one kind of came home. I had a kind of shitty taste in my mouth just because I didn't play. And I'm watching these guys playing like yeah. guys, I, what, what's going on here? This guy should, you know, I, I should be probably getting a look. And so the next year my dad said, you know what, I'll get back into it. We put a team together of a bunch of my friends and had like five family members on the team with between brothers, cousins, you know, an uncle. Nice. Uh, it was really fun. And we, we put together a, a really good group and we started winning state every year for like eight years or something <laughs> like that. Out of 10. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was pretty fun. Just, we have a pretty tight group back home and yeah. a lot of those guys like to follow us, you know, as we started going further in our career. So, yeah. So how was that transition? Like going from baseball? To uh, it, it was really hard to see the ball move up. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, know how many times swung at pitches that, these pitchers are probably like, what? That was supposed to be a waste, right? Yeah. This kid just swung over his head and, you know, so it, yeah, it took a, it took real, like frustrating, like a season to even see, you know, that mediocre, you know, mm. league pitching where, you know, now it's a little bit different story, but it took a little bit. So definitely seeing the ball go up was weird to me. I didn't down ball. I had I never really had a problem with that. And right. pace wasn't an issue. It was always, just the rise ball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we hear that all the time from guys making transit. I mean, we talked to Yusuf and, and, uh, you know, Cam, Cam Schiller and same thing. I mean, (laughs) but I mean, (laughs) you know, Cam, Cam's a little bit of a anomaly, I guess. (laughs) Guy can match the ball. Yeah. He's, he hits it. His best pitch might be something over his eyes. Silly, <laughs> yeah. It? Yeah. So that, uh, the first ISCs you got to attend, uh, who were you with? I was with, um, a team from uh, Winterset, Iowa and Gary Christensen's run that team for, man, I want to say 40 years. Right. Um, the Winterset A's and we went to Fargo and I remember jumping on a plane with a few guys and thinking, Holy smokes, this is, yeah. really cool and then saw jody henniger the first game oh. i think it was and i was like <laughs> whoa this is a little different league yeah yeah i was gonna say it had to be a little bit of an eye opener for you what yeah we uh we got no hit we lost eight nothing and somebody said hey you've got the next game you have is you know, like calgary and they're gonna be incredible and i'm like a gets tougher than this you know like whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh man well especially back in that day i mean what year would that have been that would have been 2005 oh, man it was young four or five four yeah. or five yeah geez you would have had yeah you know like dino and todd martin and, and oh, jody yeah, and yeah. oh man there was loaded yeah <laughs> god didn't didn't really uh didn't see a slouch if you will no no not at all um, no so games off. no, no, definitely not. Uh, so I gotta, so how did playing your way onto the U S national team come about? So I started playing with, um, in, in league also in our league was uh, team all ball and, and they played pretty competitive ISC ball for a long time. And 
Tom Owen ran that team uh, and his brother, Matt, and they, uh, we played him in league and city and state and all that good stuff home. And finally he said, Hey, you need to, you need to play more competitively, you know, come, come join us. And we, you know, we're going to Wisconsin at the boys. We're doing this, we're doing that. We're doing ASAs, ISCs. So I jumped in the car with these guys and we drive to seven, eight tournaments a year. It was a blast. And then, you know, I had a few good tournaments and, mm-hmm. um, Lindemann came up to me at one tournament and said, Hey, I'm going to invite you to a USA camp in like a week in Chula Vista, California. And I'm like, okay, what, you know, I have no idea what this is about, but I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And I went to the camp. I hit it well. Um, probably a little gift from God. I'm sure just showing up and hitting it good. And two weeks later, I think I was in Czech Republic. That's insane. <laughs> like, really, really quick. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it was. It was a cool experience. So, it, I mean, it had to be, you know, how special was it for, you know, to wear the red, white, and blue for the first time? You know, it like, it doesn't matter what sport it is. Like, that had to be pretty it special. Was, it was really cool. You know, like goosebumps, the whole thing, you know, just, and there were some good veteran players that, that I was behind with um, Delarwell and Garv. And I really kind of went under their wing a little bit and, and you know, um, kind of followed them the way they you know, the mental piece of the game, mm-hmm. everything to do to prepare. Uh, it was, it was cool. And, you know, like the, I think it was right after Czech Republic, we went to the Oklahoma city challenge with Japan and Argentina and we were on ESPN. Wow. And, you know, I, I made the lineup and I was stoked, had a good game and yeah. it was, it was just a lot of fun. Right on. So what, what do you remember about that? You went to Prague there. What, uh, what do you remember about that uh, tournament? I remember when Turner, Pete Turner looked at me in an exhibition game and just exhibition, he said, and I was sitting the bench to start and he said, Plaza, get your gloves on. You're going to, you're going to hit second next inning and like immediate, you know, chills, goosebumps, a lot of motion, whatever. And I get in the plate and Turner's coach Turner comes walking towards me because they did a pitching change and of course they put in some damn lefty, you know, that nobody's seen. And I'm like, you know, the yeah. first at bat, I got to see some lefty. Ah, shit. And Turner, <laughs> coach Turner said, Hey, just, what, you know, I know you're super nervous, you know, no big deal, but nobody's ever going to forget your first at bat. And thank God I kid threw me a flat lifter and I just hammered one to the right center over the fence. And I said, you know what? You're probably right. I'm never going to forget that one. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And what was it like to have, you know, have a coach like that come up and, you know, it, it, that for a lot of young kids and everything, you know, that that's a pretty big thing to have a coach, you know, come up and, and, you know, kind of talk you down a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, and, and Thad Brown was our hitting coach at the time, assistant Avon was out there, but they were, they were awesome. I, I really looked up to those guys, especially as, you know, a really young kid at, um, had a good supporting staff and I think he, you know, they saw something that, that could be if, you know, we kept it together and, you know, I learned a lot and I was, I was all ears and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, yeah, a lot of hard work. I just started paying off. Right on. Was the, was Frank the group playing with you guys back then? Yep. Frank was, oh. it seemed like on and off on, on tournaments, um, whether he was there or not, but yeah, he was, Frankie was a Man. good friend of mine for a lot of years. We played a lot of games together. I played, well, I, I played two, hot. I played two years with the team out of Salt Lake city. So I'd have to travel to the West coast for all my tournaments. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. I faced Frank probably, let's see. I probably faced him about 10 or 11 times over those two years. And I bet you he has about five home runs off me. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. He, uh, man, that guy could hit a lot of plate with that bat, didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Every time he come up, yeah. come up to me, I was he like, was, Oh no. <laughs> he just changed the score at any time. Right? Oh that yeah. Was fun playing with him because he just, you know, he just never knew. And then sometimes he'd get so hot that he was almost impossible to get out. It yep. didn't matter who was throwing. He just, got in these zones yeah and, and it's funny i went to uh i went to the aaus in in 2009 down in florida there and uh we were, we had to play a team from dominican i think it was a team from dominican anyway so we had no idea about like who they were going into it and then uh get there and adam's pitching for them Fulker, 
and Frank's on the team. I'm like, what in the hell? <laughs> so anyway, sure enough, Frank tanks another one off me and Adam yeah. no hit us. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good combo right yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, oh man, but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, good times. So we used to uh, laugh at those AAU tournaments because we I loved I loved that January tournament. Oh yeah, Sand Park. You know, it's fun. There's all these teams there, and then you get the, you know, um, you get Fulkert out there, you get cheesy, you yeah. get Manly, you get you know Frank Cox, Grew, whoever, and you're you're like I've been shoveling snow for two months. And I'm supposed to come <laughs> I here. I know, <laughs> I know. I went down there. I uh, you know, didn't throw hardly anything going that for the next two weeks after that tournament, I couldn't feel my sure. ring. My ring finger was numb for two weeks. I was like, why the hell is my ring finger numb? Like this makes no sense. But uh, anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's jump to 2009. Uh, you guys finished fourth in Saskatoon at the ISS. You'd have a great tournament, yep. you know, hit 444, four yep. home runs, 11 RBIs. Safe to say uh, it was around this time that your confidence, you know, started going up a bit. Yeah, it really was. That was, uh, you know, that uh, was we, we started watching a ton of video, and, and I started. That was one of the first years that really started focusing on trying to pick pitchers and really understand, you know, some tendencies and watch film and do things that you know, you, you know, I wish I would have done, you know, always. But mm-hmm. um, it, it's something started clicking a little bit more, and yeah, you know, I felt comfortable, and, and it was that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, no doubt, man. I mean, that's a that's pretty good numbers for uh, <laughs> for the tournament. I mean, Jesus, eleven RBIs, four home runs. God. Um, so, yeah. what were you doing on the ISC circuit around this time? Who were you playing with? Then I was still with All Ball. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, and, and the cool thing about playing with All Ball is, we, like, it's basically ten guys from the same zip code, and then we would spend a you know a few thousand dollars that we had to to get a pitcher. Right, you know, and and do you know whatever we could. So it was always and Tom Owen, and, and hopefully he's he'll listen to this, and I know he will. He he would make it his. I mean, he loved it. He we we'd fly to Madison, Wisconsin, or drive to Madison, Wisconsin. He would put us in the absolute worst hotel, you know, <laughs> within a two hundred mile radius, and that was he loved that. <laughs> so we'd be waking people up off their couch to give us some key to get in this, you know, yeah. bed bug infested. Motel Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why would he do that? He just, yeah, he, he thought it was. And we'd get there, and he'd have that laugh that you know, <laughs> if you knew Tom Owen, you know his laugh, and he would just think it's so funny. And me and the darlings, and you know whoever yeah. Golan, we'd just be shaking our heads like, "Here we go." <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so when did you join? The, when when did you join the California A's? I think that was the next year. Mm. Um, I joined the A's and. Um, we, uh, I immediately had a, a super tight relationship with those guys. Um, really, really strong group of guys, um, kind of all pulling on the same change, really tight knit group of, you know, a lot of California talent mm-hmm. and spread across a couple guys that, you know, were, yeah, Mace, Mace was there, the wasn't he? Time. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And it was, I, I, Guzman and Hicks, those guys are those guys are awesome. Right. You know, you can't say enough good things about them. And they took really good care of us and made it, made it a family environment, really. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, can't beat a family environment in the team. I mean, it <laughs> goes a long way for it's, sure. Yeah. You just pull so much on the same chain for you as, you know, as long as all your teammates in that regard. Yeah. It's, it's pretty special. Yeah, for sure. Now, now 2013, uh, you really seem to be finding your groove, you know, first the ISFs in New Zealand, I mean, you guys had a tough one finishing eighth, but I mean, you hit 469 with six home runs and 13, 13 RBIs. Like, Jesus, <laughs> that's that's a good tournament. And then then at ISCs, yeah. ISCs, you'd make your first ISC all-world team. I mean, obviously yep. the ball was looking a bit bigger that season. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was, uh, that was a fun trip. My dad made the trip down, which was really special. Um, another good friend of ours um, came with my dad and, it was good to, you know, showcase some pretty good hitting mm-hmm. in front of those guys. Unfortunately, we didn't, you know, finish where we wanted to. Um, but yeah, it's you're still you're wearing the red, white, and blue. You're playing for the country. You're facing the best, and I just thrive on that. What's that atmosphere like in New Zealand? It's so good. Mm. That um, that new park that they built was it. Um, 
can't remember the name, Rosedale, I can't remember, but it was from the moment we landed until we left, it was everybody breathes softball down there, right? Yeah. And it's a big deal. And you got the New Zealand national team signing autographs at the mall. You've got, you know, there's just so much. And, you know, they had these big leaderboards and I was fortunate enough that week to have my name at the top of a lot of the offensive categories and people would just come up and, you know, it's yeah. like sign this, sign that. And I'm like, man, this is pretty neat, you know? And it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, b- between softball and rugby, the relationships there. <laughs> you build along the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rugby, the like, all blacks was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, did you guys get to go out and tour any of New Zealand while you were there? We did. We did. Yep. We uh, didn't get a ton. We didn't get to do a bunch, um, but we, you know, we made it around. Um, we spent some time on the beach the first couple of days with the team and, you know, a little camaraderie and getting mm-hmm. to know some of the newer faces that hadn't been around forever. And yeah, yeah. Coach Turner was a couple of days late coming to that, you know, um, event. So as a captain, it was important to try to rally the troops a little bit and, you know, talk about our goals and things like that. And, you know, we fell short, but yeah. it wasn't for lack of effort. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But actually I'm going to go a little off topic here, but as far as the, the U S program goes, do you think, uh, you know, there kind of needs to be a little bit more emphasis on pitching, like bringing pitches, pitchers along, you know absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, leather, leather's done so much with that program. Um, you know, as far as the, the, the shit he does that, that nobody sees, yeah. right. And yeah. getting teams together for the AAU, getting teams, you know, extra teams and they can call it whatever they want. It's leather driving that. Right. And Barb right. does a lot. It's these guys, um, and Ron now, but, um, leather's done so much for that program and, and just, you know, trying to develop, you know, these kids out of Wisconsin and wherever we can find somebody getting easy to work with them. Yeah. You know, there's just, there's so much that he's done. I think you're going to see that starting to pay off and yeah, we don't, you know, we don't have young pitchers coming out of the woodwork like some of these other countries where they just show up and you go, Oh, there's little Mata. He's pretty good. Well, <laughs> yeah. actually he's tremendous. <laughs> yeah, <you> exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're going to ride him for a few years. <laughs> yeah. Luca had a brother. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, we have one? that's so true. That's so true too. I never even thought of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, this young kid, Cody Gibbons has to be pretty prom- promising coming up. Yeah. Yeah. He is. I just I just saw him um, in that September tournament that was in Iowa. So right in my backyard that Cam and JMO put together for the American Fastball Championships. And, right. Um, we we actually played Cody the last game, and um, you know I, I talked to him for a pretty lengthy time after the tournament, and just said, "Hey man, keep your head on straight. Yeah. Sky could be the limit here. You know, don't fall into some of these traps, and just go and work your tail off, and you know you'll be uh, you'll be wearing these colors before long, but do it with pride. Yeah, it's just not." You know, not everybody gets to wear those. Exactly. Oh, 100%. And I mean, it's going to be like, that's the thing about the game right now is that there's so many countries that are progressing so good right now that, you know, it's not always Canada, New Zealand and and Australia in the finals anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, and you run into Dominican and Cuba and, you know, you name it. And all of a sudden they've got some arm that keeps them in the game, you know, Colombia and it's, uh, yeah, those gaps are yeah. are pretty tight, and you know those countries you name, they're they're always going to be there, right? Yeah. Well, even watch it the, the yeah. twenty seventeen there in Whitehorse, Botswana had two guys that were like throwing right. throwing bullets. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Where, where'd these guys come from? <laughs> <laughs> no. Jesus. Yeah. You so. kind of look over pre game, going, "Ooh, that glove's got a little snap <laughs> yeah. to it." What's that? Yeah. I thought this was going to be one we could, you know, yeah. get through pretty good, easy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now. Uh, now, were you a circle tap between the A's and the Gremlins for a bit? Yes. Okay. Yep. So what was it, yep. what was it like playing Played with them? for Darren. Darren is, he runs a first class organization. He's got a ton of respect, which is, you know, if, if you know the game, you know, he deserves that. Yeah. Um, but he put together a, a good team, got a, you know. Bruno and I and Fernando and, and some others, you know, we, we, we had a nice team. We, we really did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, uh, we didn't end up where we wanted to, of course, um, at the worlds, but it was, it was a good team. It was a first class organization and, you know, I'm, I'm back with Darren for, for this coming season. So I'm excited for that. I heard that. I was gonna, I was gonna ask yeah. you about that. Uh, what, uh, how'd that come about? 
Uh, so I've got a couple boys that are big into baseball and mm. I coach and I, you know, my commitment level used to be, you know, softball, you know, family, I get, you know, and then softball, then everything else. Well, as I get older and more competitive, you know, there's 13 and 10, I've, I've got to make commitment to those guys first. Yep. So I just, I couldn't commit to the gremlins for a full season. And I totally understand, you know, their goals and they've got a number of guys that are here. Right. And yep. I, I can't just come in and be cold. You know, I, I need a bats mm-hmm. and, and, and Greg knows that as much as anybody. So, um, I just couldn't commit to a full season with those guys and reached out to, uh, Darren and it's going to be a really good fit. And I, I like, I like what they've done and, and I'm, I'm actually super excited, especially I just told Mullins don't dig in on the first pitch. So we'll see how that works. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he awesome. had told me the same thing. Though. Yeah. 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 Now circle tap. That's uh, from what I, all accounts I hear, it's a great place to host an ISC. The best. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was so that, you know, unfortunately we had an even better, you know, time there a few years ago because we won, yeah. but I had a ton of family there played well. It was yeah, and the environment is electric. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of fans there in Wisconsin. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about that 2018 ISCs. You'd win your first world title. Did it in yep. dramatic fa- fashion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you touched on a little bit, but I mean, walk us through that whole tournament. I mean, that was pretty special yeah. for that for that Gremlins organization. It really was. And, and, you know, we had been playing pretty high-level ball going in. And so the... The expectation was there's 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 only one right. Yeah. The only thing we can do is win, and if we don't, you know, we we let ourselves and our teammates and our staff, and our coaches and sponsors down, and everybody believed that, and uh, that was truly when that group we came together as brothers basically, and you could feel it in the hotels, you could feel it in warmups. We you wouldn't see three gremlins here, six here you'd see all of us together all the time. And it was, it was really cool to see that come together. And, you know, I, I'm a huge team guy. Right. And I love that and preach that. And it was, you know, we had a really good group. Yeah. And so to get it done, you know, especially for, with cheesy, the only thing that, you know, I, I really, it would have been nice to have cheesy, get it done on the mound. Mm-hmm. I just, I had to steal a thunder and, and hit a walk off, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's okay with it. <laughs> he was okay with it. <laughs> Man, that must have yeah, been quite a feeling, though. I mean, a lot of guys, you know, dream about, you know, doing a walk, like doing a walk off in, in, geez, in our league here is a big thing for freak's sakes. Yeah. But I mean, doing it at the ISC Worlds, I mean, that's pretty, pretty cool. special. Yeah, it was, it was pretty special. I, I, you know, I, I don't know how I ran around those bases. I didn't feel anything, you know, just kind of numbness everywhere. And then I, I see all my, my brothers at the plate. Mm-hmm. I see leather following me and, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I, it was something to relive for sure. Absolutely. Now, of course you guys would go back to back winning in 2019. Yep. Once again, you hit a home run in the finals, not as dramatic, but, uh, <laughs> you get, you got the guys on yeah. the board start, but, uh, yep. Maybe yeah, that's it's fun. Yeah, maybe touch on the the whole Gremlins organization. How special is that? Like the organization from the like from the top down. I mean, because yeah, right, really right now, right uh, now the the game is it's you know Hill United and the Gremlins, right? Right. So I mean, those are two special organizations. Maybe maybe talk about the the organization circle tap now though too. oh yeah that's right that's right yeah can't forget circle, circle tap, tap. i'm sure kitchen are saying no. the same thing <laughs> yeah right so so you yeah so you know um leather is he's he's a he's an outstanding guy he he, he loves the game of fast pitch softball he, he he does so much for the game not only for the gremlins but for all these other teams i'm talking about growth within the the u.s program but but really the 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 team that he's built and the culture that he's instilled within the gremlins organization is it's, it's second to none. I yeah. mean, just everything's so smooth. Everything's com- the communication is, is excellent. You know, our Viber chats, you know, throughout the whole year, incredible. Um, you know, hell, I'm not, I'm not on the gremlins anymore. I'm still part of that Viber chat. You know, I'm sure he's going to cut me off anytime. Cause <laughs> it's just going to happen. But yeah. you know, those guys are brothers to me and, and they've treated me extremely fair over the years, but yeah, it's just a first class organization. 
Um, you know, and so you've got leather that, that takes care of all of that. Right. Yeah. And Hicks, you know, with all of our travel and a lot of the shit that he puts up with, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we got to tip our caps all the time, even though we give him a pretty hard time. We all love him. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, get down to the, you know, the core of that team and that's Andrew Kirkpatrick. Right. You know, cheesy is in my opinion, he is the best of all time. Like he, it's not only on the field, but the relationships that he's able to build at the pace that he's able to build them mm-hmm. and instill that culture into anybody that puts on that gremlins Jersey. It's, it's unreal. And yeah. he obviously demands respect immediately and he deserves it. And so everybody gives it to him and he's built a, you know, one hell of a resume. So, oh yeah, you know, everybody looks up to cheesy as they should. And then right down from there, you know, you've got Zenon's been there forever, right? Zenon's mm-hmm. a, Zenon's a whole different animal, as you all know. <laughs> and, you know, he's a, he's a wild man and he's a guy that you probably don't want to face in the finals, no matter what, yeah. you know, he's, he's a wild card and he, his culture is, Hey, if somebody throws one high and tight to one of my guys, I'm going to jump out there. Yeah. Right. I've got everybody's back all the time. And then you've got, you know, Nicky Mullins now that, you know, he's, whether he's at short or, or catcher, he's done an amazing job on both sides. And mm-hmm. to do that, like at this game, at this level, I mean, there's no, no reason. Why, I mean, that's why he's making all world. It seems like every year now. Yes. He's a special player. He calls an incredible game. Um, just watching him, you know, and, and I try, you know, as you're in the field and you're watching signals and this and that, just the, what he does to these hitters. I mean, they're guessing all the time and you can see it with their swings and him and cheesy are, you know, are very tight. I think Andrew spent some time in Jersey with him when he was there for a season and, you know, wife and kids. And it's just, it's a special group, man. I can't say enough. I'm just, I'm very fortunate to be, uh, to have such a long career with those guys. And I, I love all those guys. And I talked, I just talked to Zen and for 40 minutes, a couple days ago, <laughs> He finally he got probably, home. <laughs> he probably doesn't remember the conversation based on. <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. But I love him. Oh, so yeah. it's it's a first class organization, man. Oh. I can't say enough about the Gremlins. I, I love every one of those guys. That's from the top down. Right on. So how fun was it to have a guy like Nick McCurry around the team? Oh, my God. <laughs> that guy's a beauty. He's, he's a legend. Oh, right? Man. So just just bouncing shit off Nikki all the time around just the, the history of the game mm-hmm. and what he's done and what he means to the, to the sport, you know, is, is he's just like a walking Wikipedia of a fast pitch softball. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's apparent. Anybody that talks to, to Nikki knows that. Yeah. Oh man. Like we had him on here and honestly the episode probably could have went five hours but you know what I mean? Like we obviously <laughs> couldn't exactly do that, what you mean. but, uh, I mean, I still like, we text back and forth still. And, and he's like, you know, if you ever want to talk, just give me a call. Just, and I, he means that I, I 100% know. Well, I, yeah. bef- before we even did our podcast with him, I talked to him like probably about two or three days prior to the lead up to it. And, you know, just to tell him how things were going to go. We were, I thought the 10 minute conversation, that's all I was going to have a 10 minute. I was on the phone for almost two hours and it was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it could have went longer. Cause yep. I mean, I, Oh geez, just the, what, what we were talking about. I, I love that stuff. And I mean, he's just, yeah, a, he's just a great here. guy. Yeah. I, I eat it up his knowledge. You know, we're, we're all ears. And you know, when, when you're looking at the side and you think, okay, this is what this guy's done for the game, mm-hmm. you know, and this is what this little town he lives in. And this is what he pumped into the sport to, to get it to, to where it's at today. It's, it's pretty special. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I, I, I kind of touched on Hill United there. What was it like playing in, over the last few years in that rivalry? Cause I mean, that, that's a pretty big rivalry. <laughs> it's it's the game that you circle right yeah i mean you, you always talk about the next game but honestly i mean we're on the same boat when we see that game on the schedule we circle it and it, we know that it's going to be hey here's everything we've got and our goal is to treat this game you know like it's our last yeah and there's bragging rights on the on the hill there's everything and, and those battles are so good and those guys are you know, those guys are a first class group as well, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've made friendships with, with a lot of them and, you know, for, for starts with Adam. Right. Yeah. And, and he's, you know, quite possibly could be the best pitcher, you know, 
to ever play the game. Yeah, I mean, 100%. His resume supports that. And I, uh, I've had a really good time playing against those guys forever. You know, haven't had all the success in the world against Adam, you know, but I don't know if anybody has. No. So, you know, it's, yeah, that's the game you circle, man. And, and yeah. it'll continue to be circled until somebody says different. Yeah, exactly. Now, were, were, you, guys, were you guys cursing Bradley there in the finals? This year, <laughs> he made so, some plays. Was, Holy shit! He, I was, I was there um, with my kids. With COVID, pushed my all my kids stuff back. Oh, so okay, I didn't play at all um, with the Gremlins last year, but I, I did. You know, it's only a couple hours from my house. I, yeah. I ran over for the finals, and of course, yeah, I'm watching Bradley make these plays and. <laughs> It's just like, what's what's going on? I thought this guy just hit. The ball. I know, right? Now he's catching all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's uh, he's pretty fantastic. He's a, he's a great player. And yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah, he de- definitely could have made Sports Center top ten for sure. That week. <laughs> like, yeah, how many times? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. actually, before we get to the, I I want to touch on that that Pan Am Silver in 2019, Dan Lima. Pretty big moment yeah. in your career. Yeah, it was really cool standing on the the podium with the guys, you know. And there's a lot of guys that we've been through a lot together with in that jersey, mm-hmm. right? And and to stand there at the end and, and have them put that silver medal, you know, around our neck was was really cool. We put in a, a lot of blood, sweat, tears, you know. Yeah. Dealt with the fast pitch media over the years on you know how we're never going to get anything accomplished, and to come together as a group and and you know make it to the the gold medal game was, was pretty cool. And I will absolutely never forget that. Yeah, no doubt. Quite a backdrop there at the field, eh? Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. Everything about Lima was, was wild. Yeah. It's yeah. Pull out of the, you know, where we were staying with all the, the countries and you pull out of there and it's like extreme poverty. And then you get to this gorgeous complex and then you, yeah, so it's like an emotional ride that first time to the park. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I've seen kind of all walks of life here. Yeah, no doubt, man. So before we get to player association, so what's the uh, what's the future hold for you? I know you're going circle tap, but beyond that, what's uh, what's it hold for you? Yeah, uh, you know, I, right now, just kind of playing it by year. I uh, um, committed to a, a couple-year deal with CT and Darren, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to that. I, you know, I built a facility for my kids at home um a big morton building that we'll have some machines in and everything and that should be done here in a few months so i'm really looking forward to being able to come in hit the ground running and and be put myself in in a good spot right on that's awesome so oh i wanted to ask you about so are you coaching your son i am yep how you liking that so i love it yeah i mean i i i still you know it's like playing ball i wake up they have a game Saturday morning at eight in a tournament. I'm up at like four o'clock butterflies, <laughs> you know, Yeah. <laughs> I never thought that was possible. You just, you know, and it was like a game time deal. Now I'm, you know, I'm more worried about it than the kids are. Yeah. Oh man. That's <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. Um, so player association, we like to end the, the podcast with, uh, yeah. I'm going to throw out some names to you and you can spiel as much or as little about them as you want. First one on the docket, Denny Bruckert. Uh, Denny, coach, um, I've had more two-hour conversations with with Coach Bruckert than in, around fast pitch than anybody in life for, for that matter. Wow. He was truly special guy to me. Um, always will be. He taught me um, leadership as soon as he came in and. What I thought was leadership role versus what he told me it was all about, you know, it, it was changing for me. And, and it really did um, change the way I approach things. And Denny is, he, he was wicked. It was almost, it's like McCurry, right? When you have these conversations with yeah. these guys that have so much wisdom with the game, you know, you just soak it in, you're a sponge and you took everything they had and, and you know, you, you just never hold back. And I can't say enough about him and, you know, God rest his soul. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, next, we we touched on a little bit uh, Zen and Winners. <laughs> <laughs> Z, he, that's my guy. Everybody knows that. And, uh, he is a he's a he's a wild man. He he's 
He's a guy that I, I absolutely hated playing against him. I thought he was, I mean, I, I literally, I, I wanted to fight him. <laughs> I, I just did not like him at all. I thought he was a punk. I thought he played shitty, you know, the, the, he just, yep. ugh, I just didn't like anything. And then I join him and I'm like, oh my God, this guy's a gem. You know, he's yeah. a team first player first guy that just bleeds green for the gremlins and yeah. always will. And, you know, we've had, uh, we've won a fair amount of tournaments together and you know, there's uh we could talk all day about the, the whole nother episode to talk about after we win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. But isn't it funny how much, like, doesn't matter what sport it is. You play against a guy and you're like, I hate that guy with a the passion. Then when oh, you play with them, you're yeah, like, man, this guy's guy. a beauty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And when we get done, you know, 20 years down the road and we're sitting there, we're going to remember winning some titles and things like that. But I'm going to remember, you know, the special times we've had with the guys and the relationships. And, you know, that's, that's what I'm going to remember the most. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a couple more here. Uh, Eric Ochoa. Chewy. Um, he is, he's going to go down as one of the best USA based, uh, players, you know, to ever play. He's, he's a student of the game. He's getting better every year. He listens. Um, he asks for feedback. He, he works his tail off all off season. Um, you know, if we can, if we can keep him out of a couple buffets, he's going to be really, <laughs> really strong. <laughs> I love you. Oh he's, man, that's awesome. He's he's an he's an incredible talent. And yeah, he, he just squares up as many balls oh, as anybody you know. Man, when he gets a hold of one, it travels. Oh, sweet, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Last one, last but not least, Nicky Mullins. <laughs> well, he's here in Florida with me and his family, and. Um, he is, he's best buddy I've had ever playing the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd love everything about that dude and his family, his parents, he comes, you know, it's no wonder he's such a stud. He's, he's got good roots and, um, he is absolutely my guy. We'll hang out and long after the softball stuff's over, you know, I, I talk to him every week. You know, if I'm having a shitty day, I call Mullins. If I'm a good day, mm -hmm. I call to tell him about it because I hope he's just sitting in the prison having a shitty day. So <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> no, he's, he's a, he's a gem man. And, and, you know, when I'm done, he's going to keep going, I'm sure. And I just, I can't wait to follow him. And, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's my guy. Right on. Now I was, I was told to ask if it's true that you and him request a single bed when you room together. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's thrown that out there before. I just, you know, <laughs> Shit. It, it, it may have happened one time. Whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, what a way to end it, Maddie. That's a great way to end the podcast, yeah. right there, pal. Listen, I appreciate you coming on here, man. Taking time, you're like you're on vacation. You're taking time out of your schedule to come on here, and and it's really appreciated, pal. Yeah. Nah, man, I appreciate you guys having me. I've had a blast doing this, and uh, I really enjoy the show. So yeah, hope, he, hope he's a little pissed off he couldn't be here, by the way. He, obviously, I told you he has COVID, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't allowing him in That's my house. Good. Hope he's safe. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's, he's all good. Good. He's all good. Anyway, buddy. Tell my hello. Yeah, for sure. Have Enjoy the rest of your vacation. Yeah, thanks, man. You Take care. Quit while you're ahead. That's what I said. Oh, you're better I told ya, yeah. I did, I did, I did. Now, a lot of MCs walking with no knees, they persisted with fucking with me. I'm just that real laid back, chill back, smoking them trees. But yo, I turn into some African bees. If they fucking with me, I'm unmatched, unpassing, sway back up, up on them blocks, rocking MCM hats, just spitting at these people like I'm swinging a bat. At Scarborough Village, where the village was at, all them girls in them room, boom, shots, where they wanted it at. Yo, I ain't bragging, I'm just spitting the facts. No exaggeration, no gripping on my balls for jaw. My Big Mac with no lettuce or sauce. Now my collarbone is filled with scars. It got stripes down the arm, got class in the cut, pull the pin up. The bomb, yeah, yo, yeah. so let them horns blow. Yeah. Your reppin' is here because you all asked for it. So, yo, I told ya. Let's speak about the matter.
dramatically There's no comparing to my strategy Trying to measure up, I appreciate the flattery But half of these rappers are half of a beat backwards Claiming they don't point, man Check the stats first I dropped 12 albums with at least 12 songs In the last 12 years, do the math right there That's 144 on a one a month average And that don't even count what I produce for other rappers Done five tours with 20 shows or more And that's only dating back to 2004 Let's not forget the other years that don't apply to Now name another rapper touring Canada like I do I know I am on the top of this And I know I have many accomplices If the numbers add up, you can't get rid of me So kid, know your past, your future will be history Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted? Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902 902- 499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again.